Attention film school students, here are a few announcements. Item 1. For every generation, there's a one-of-a-kind actor. Item 2. A tour de force, an eau de toilette. Item 3. Is that kind of actor in this film? Maybe Denzel, maybe Rami. Probably not the guy from my so-called life. Oh, and item 4. If anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review Little Things. Sounds more like a sitcom title or a choking hazard. little story about a trio of janitors might have heard they worked at a well-known film school they picked up a few things other than trash they might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool every now and then they get together for a lunch break trash talks a movie or tv or streaming rodney and jason and sean they all clean house if you listen close you can hear kids screaming talk about the little things on HBO Max which was supposed to be in the theater mm-hmm. they're touting it as like a big was supposed to be it was supposed to well it's got Denzel Washington uh, Academy Award winner um, you have Rami Malek Rami Malek Academy, Academy Award, Award winner. winner you have the lead singer of uh, 30 Seconds of Mars 30 Seconds of Mars <laughs> Academy Award winner yep so this movie is it's an all-star let's not like, call him by his name let's call him everything but his name for the, <laughs> the Joker guy we'll yeah. call him everything but his name but uh, no yeah it, it when I was watching it, it uh, the opening scene says like 1990, and mm-hmm. you see this girl driving. Li- what song was she listening to? Do you remember? Which is crazy because women just started driving right before 1990. Right. <laughs> God, what song was she listening to? I don't remember. But it was uh, yeah. I don't, I, Are you trying to think of what song she was listening to, even though you didn't watch it? Was that no. you thinking? Yeah, Jaden watched this one, was, so we're gonna look like he was thinking gonna of read, what song it was. He's gonna try to read the plot while we're talking about it, so he can correct us if we're. Oh, not. you want me to read it in the background? No, no, read it to it? yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to find it, but oh, all yeah. this is this is a summary of it, though. That's all it is on Wikipedia. That, well, it's not Wikipedia. This is just uh, oh, okay. Film synapsis or something? Synapsis? <laughs> synapsis. Um, but yeah, it starts in 1990, and you see this this girl mm-hmm. getting kind of uh, terrorized by another driver. Yeah. She stops at a gas station. Does It's like very old school horror movie horror thing. Movie type no, thing. Nowhere to go, nowhere to run. Yeah. So then she ends up uh, hiding behind this gas station. Nobody's in there. And then she runs out and sees a truck coming, gets in the middle of the road, stops the truck, gets on her knees, and she's thankful. And we don't see anything more than that. And then it cuts to like Denzel Washington and some small... California, Northern California town or something, and uh, he's he's tasked with... Is he doing something at that point? So I'm going to read the motive for this movie. You ready? Okay. Uh, the film tells the story of a detective who partners with a retiring detective to track down a serial killer. Um, motives for his murders. Um, yeah, who uses motives for his murders. So I did not describe this movie. I just gave you the synopsis for the movie 7. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying it is. Yes. So, well, well, yeah, we'll preface the whole thing. The things the guy wrote this script. <laughs> so I was like looking over there, like that is nothing. It, in, it's in, 100% that movie. In the guy's defense, the guy wrote it and directed it. Mm-hmm. He wrote this back in 1993, and it was supposed to be. Look this up, Jay, on Wikipedia. Uh, who, uh, seven was 1995. Yeah, it was. So, this, this screenplay was originally written before. So seven, seven took this damn story from. They owe him some confidence. I think it was just dark ninety. Everything was kind of you know. Mm-hmm. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Ten heads in a duffel bag, you know, Tarantino type stuff. I mean, that was left and right everywhere. I feel like uh, Danny DeVito was scheduled to direct this at one point. Um, You you have to look it up on there. It'll show. I I forget. A couple other pretty people of the time were going to direct it, and then it kind of fell to the wayside. So I think when this guy got the opportunity now to do it, he just made it take place back in 1990. Now, for me, 
after 30, it took 40, 30, 40 minutes into the movie when I went, oh, this is taking place in 1995 or something like I thought it was like years after the opening. And I go, oh, we're in the 90s. Oh, okay. And because he kept talking, Denzel Washington kept talking about like five years ago this thing happened. And I go, oh, that must have been the opening thing. Mm-hmm. So then later when the girl that stopped the truck shows up in the movie, I go, mm. oh, oh, wait, this is all happening in 1990, which I'm like, that's not good that the movie made me think that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of people online are equating it to a seven, mm-hmm. which it didn't get anywhere near. No, seven, first of all, seven was way better. Yeah, David Fincher's was first. This so. movie, so you knew, yeah. you knew who that killer was. <clears throat> this movie ends. and You're like, was he the killer? Well, that's what. So, so the whole f- thrust of the film is that Denzel Washington has and some guy case. Thirty seconds from Mars. Yeah. Well, first uh, the guy from uh, uh, Night at the Museum. <laughs> he uh, he's the like hot shot detective in charge of these missing girls and dead girls turning up, and uh, Denzel Washington's coming from from this new town to go to L.A. to pick up boots or something, which I didn't really. I don't think that played a part for anything. It was just more of a way to get him back there. Yeah. yeah and so he the, had warm welcomes from some detectives and some people in the police department, and some yeah. people were not warm to him, and you didn't know why. And as it's going on, like, Rami Malik and him have kind of, like, their button heads, or it seems like they're going to be antagonistic to each other because here's this hotshot new detective, and then the guy that left five years ago under bad terms mm. with this other serial killer case. So then the two of them are kind of like, well, why don't you tag along? Mm-hmm. And then he's seen things that like he's nobody else would see. Like which... from the, he noticed that the person that did it had to stay at the place across from there so he could see what was going on. He was like, the new detective was like, I don't know how he fucking knew that, how he figured that out. So now they're realizing this old retired detective that works in this small town outside of there is pretty fucking good at what he does. So he's almost staying there now. Now he's kind of like almost too good tutoring. Robbie Malik on how Rami to do Max it. Rami character, which is always supposed to be this hotshot guy anyway. But then they run into the, they go to this cleaners, and there's this uh, dirty looking dude in the background with long oh. hair, looking all greasy. I swear to God, he plays the same character in every movie. Did now. he have facial, I felt like he had some kind of makeup on to fi- make his like, no, I think prosthetics just, I think to make him just, look different. I think he's just really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like he had some kind of like fake nose on or some kind of fake forehead to make him not look like... Uh, um, the guy from 30 Seconds from Mars. The guy from uh, Panic Room. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he leaks back. He goes back. To, he goes. So Denzel Watson's guy goes to this cleaners, right? No, it was a repair shop. Repair shop. Because that's what the frit. So he. he, he has, oh, got, that's because the girl was tied up with the one shit that was the same from the stuff that they carried at the shop. So they assumed that. And the a, fridge was not. Was unoperational, too. Oh, and it still had cold milk in it. Yeah. And I guess and beer. What's his name's character drinks a lot and, of milk and beer. There was like bush, and they said they moved the body. Basically, the the idea of the little things. I kept going. When is Denzel gonna say the little things? And it took a long time, mm-hmm. but he says it like maybe in the middle of the movie. And he goes, "It's the little things that let you know that you're right. That the you know you got the bad guy." And then at the end, he kind of says it too. But the the essential premise of the film is that they got a good sense that it's uh, but uh, no proof. No proof. It was all gut. It was all gut through the whole thing, even down to the red ribbon. It sort of comes down to, like, <laughs> it's kind of poorly timed for the, the state of affairs with police. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like the copaganda stuff, they call it. Yeah. Where it's basically kind of justifying. Because they're going to find their man regardless. Police going, I know this is the guy that did it. Yeah. 
but I can't prove it. And that, that's a fair, it's a very fair argument. I'm sure that happens, especially with the detective's work. So, what's his name? Um, Jared. Or, Ra- I mean, Ra- uh, so, Ra- Malik's character pulls Jordan up on Catalano from. Uh, Jordan Catalano pulls up on him. Uh, he cracks a joke. He says uh, something about Ruma's trunk or something like that. Is there enough room in that trunk for. And anyway, he like, comes back later, he cracks the same joke back at him. And right now, it looks like this character, 30 from 30 Seconds from Mars, is tailing these police along, pulling them along, pulling them along, and, like, fucking with them. So he takes it to a whole new level. He takes uh, Malik's character. He takes him out to the desert. Well, and, even uh, earlier on, you find out he's got, like, a police scanner. So you're like, oh, is yeah. it getting information just from police scanners? Well, they broke into his house, and they pulled this thing up, and it's all the murders. All the cut, articles, cut, which cut, is cut. a typical thing in these films, you know, like. But still, it's not enough to convict somebody. It could just be some weird guy that's going, that's fallen some serial killer. Oh, and he ate. So yeah, the girl that passed away, um, that Rami Malek was investigating, had uh, like she had eaten roast beef, but she was a vegan. Uh-huh. So they're trailing. Um, let's see what else is he in? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and yeah. they're trailing him. And he's going and getting roast beef sandwiches, mm-hmm. and then he's going to a strip club all the time. And so and then like, the milk, he realizes like, the and then he milk, drinks the, the same beer, the same Bush beer. Yeah, yeah. So it's a all the Denzel things, Washington. All the, all the little things are telling him it's him, it's him, it's him. But yeah. they have no proof. He goes, he's following him at one point. And he goes to this mile marker on the freeway. Yeah. And it's the same. And he, he calls and he's like, "Hey, Rami, what mile marker was it?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it's four twenty-seven or whatever it was." And he goes, "Has that ever been released anywhere? Was that any police scanners?" And he's like, "Nope." So like he's Denzel Washington's a certain that it is, and then so then it, it's going on this like little cat and mouse thing going on. Mm. Nothing too intense. It's Definitely very, cat and mouse. Speaking very, of Tom and Jerry's coming out, <laughs> very very slow and steady moving film. It, it is yeah, it's slow, engrossing it's slow. enough. It's very. If it would have came out in the nineties, it would have been spot on. I think so. It would have been spot on if it came out in the nineties, but now we've seen it forty times over. Even if it was the first one to do it, right? Right, and I even felt like watching. I go, "Wow, they don't make movies like this anymore." And then as nope. it's going on, I go, oh, "There's probably kind of a reason for it." And you almost don't. Res- what do you want to say, Jay? Nothing. Oh, oh, okay. You almost. Oh God, I hate to say it. You almost don't respect the movie. Watching it now, you're like, oh, "I've seen this a hundred times already." And I'm watching this. I'm like, "Oh," and it fit all the cues of the the older, the old guy retiring. Yeah, it was. Young it was. It, and it was like I was like, "This is hitting all the key." The bad part about it is. This is the one that should have started it all. Yeah. But then all the ones hit after, and you're like, fuck. It's, there's some movies that have done this all the time, right? Is mm-hmm. it? The timing is everything. I mean, go to John. So Lord of the Rings, it came out, but there's been tons of dragon movies, but they've all been inspired from the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. movies, right? Which I was very afraid, because it can be done right. Right. Because I remember thinking when Lord of the Rings came out, I go, this is just going to feel so derivative. I mean, Star Wars, even on some a level, ripped yeah. things off. And they did, it was stellar, because they just went, well, we're just going to go very... And to deep into all the mythology and just hang along, you know, hang along for the ride. And it was, you know, as good as it was because of, it just was so deep. And this one's very surface level. Everybody's kind of just coasting through the movie. Yeah. Even your main actors that yeah. are, all again, all Academy Award winners are all yeah. kind of coasting. I never really realized Denzel kind of has an overbite. <laughs> and so does Rami Malek. Malik. Rami Malek so kind of funny to I, like... I know, I've seen him with it before. I was like, well, kind of like, oh, that's weird. Like, seeing them together talking... Or did they do that? No, they did more. It's more of a prosthetic. And in, in, in um, uh, Queen or whatever. Yeah, the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. But, Which um, is an amazing movie. God, I love that one. No. But, <laughs> Equalizer is a good movie. Equalizer 1 or 2. Both. Okay, Rami Malek's... And now they got the new TV show, Equalizer. Yep, what... The Queen. I was like, oh, I like her. I was like, I like her. So I was like, what am I watching her in something? I read an article that just said basically CBS is the place where uh, where 
actors that are kind of like aging out of certain roles go to just continue their career because they just have all those police procedurals and all I was thinking was during the Super Bowl I was like it must be nice to have the TV station that shows the Super Bowl because you can promote the shit out of your stuff to the most people a lot of stuff has become big things because of that it's not always it's not always a slam dunk but (laughs) well because it's a Super Bowl (laughs) (laughs) it's not always a field goal (laughs) You had a touchdown right there. You didn't do it. I know. Um, so it's a Ryan, uh, Robbie <laughs> just, Malik. I was going like to say. Lions. I almost said touchback. So we're just we're Detroit. I, went, I split the difference. We're Detroit Lions fans. We're not used to touchdowns. Yeah, so that, that's why yeah, field no, goals. I, the first thing that went to his mind. That's why we have we're to great have at field the, goals here. No, that's why we have to have somebody on the field singing it for us so we remember it. Yeah, yeah. the only reason I knew the song was because of Jason Hansen. <laughs> we're great oh, at field goals. Do you remember it? Nope. Do you remember the song? Uh-oh, what is it? Forward on the field, a charging team that will not yield, and the blue and silver wave. Oh, no, stand and cheer the Braves, something like that, whatever. But the I only Braves. knew it because of Jason Hansen. I think every game we went to when we first Jason Hansen, he's up there for, like, the most points ever scored, right? has got to be. He's got to be. be. He scored all the He scored every, all points. Every, for those first few seasons I was there, pretty so much I, went through, uh, what was that What was that guy before, uh, Her- what was his name? The guy Eddie, before Eddie Murray? No, before Stafford. Uh, oh, Mitchell? No, no, no. No, there was like the other guy uh, that was... Rodney in, P, underwear? The other young dude. Um, oh, he played for Oregon. Um, Harrington? Harrington. Harrington, yeah. Oh, Harrington. We so were there for the Harrington years. Yeah. And then they had the interim guy, and that's kind of about what I... Uh, oh, no, maybe I got into Stafford <clears throat> a little bit, but... Yeah, so anyway, that's why, why, you, that's why him, you did a field goal. Because that's all we know He's the little things. It's the little things. All we know is field goals here in Detroit. Um... So Malik's character picks up the creepy weird dude with the greasy hair, and the same acting he did as the Joker. Dude, it was, it was the same. The little whispers, the talking, the weird creepy guy, taunting. It, it was the same thing. I'm like, uh. he leads him out. Yeah, he he basically makes him ditch. Him and uh, Rami Malik and Denzel Washington are kind of staking him out. Well, Denzel Washington's him. going behind to try to catch up because he knows <laughs> seven. Because he knows the other guys setting him up out there uh-huh. to, to just push his buttons. Yep, gaslighting him. So he's got him. Digging one hole, he goes. Well, maybe the bodies are over here, and he digs over there, digs another. Now hole that whole scene bothered me too because he's he's the cop, the police officer, the detective, Rami Malek is digging holes while his right. other guy's not being detained. That's right. He's I'm got saying, a gun yeah. in his holster. Like you're clearly literally or figuratively, but you're literally. you can tell you're clearly being fucked with at that point. Like I understand why he digged twenty. Because it was the girl we saw earlier on that was running, which I think it was at that point when I went. The way she was running, like going for a night run with her her friend or whatever, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I can run home the last couple yeah. blocks." Her look, her style, her athleticism—I'm like, that's not really like '90s type stuff. That's what I went. Wait, is this the? She 90s? was like, "I was there. I know. <laughs> I did. I lived in LA in '98." But um, yeah, so the she ends up disappearing, and that's kind of the big impetus is to try to see if she's still alive, and that's why they're really stalking. So they're out in the. That's why they're digging holes. They're, well, they're digging holes because he's claiming that she's one buried. One guy's just fucking with the other guy. Yeah, and the other guy gets tired of it, and then the other guy digs a hole. Yeah, chapter twenty three. Then is... he pulls a box out of it, and he goes, "What's in the box?" <laughs> and he kills him. It's not even quite that, but he <laughs> ends up like he says something about his family, right? Is that what triggers him? Triggers I, Rami Malek? Maybe I can't remember. So he's he, he's. And the but other thing is they know that the girl that disappeared had this red red barrette, which plays a big part later. It does, but, at the end. Yeah. So he's digging these holes trying to find it. He goes, maybe it's over here, maybe it's over here. And, and uh, Rami Malek finally like snaps, I think, when he says something about his family. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around with a shovel and... And oh. hits him and kills him with the shovel. Kills him with the shovel. Kills a greasy-haired Joker dude with the shovel. So that's when Denzel shows up and he's like, we got this, we got it taken care of. We got to clean this up, get rid of the body. And so he Put goes... Any one of these... He goes to his done. house and like... <laughs> 
clears everything out of out of. Uh, uh, so there's no there. sign of the yeah, and then he goes to a gas station and buys a red beret. Well, that's that's the very end. So oh, okay. he does the whole thing. They come back, and you find that Rami Malek was supposed to bury his body, but he's just dug more holes because he's determined to try to find this girl, mm-hmm. thinking he wasn't lying. But Denzel kind of like calms him down. He's like, bury him. We'll burn all this crap. We'll bury these other yeah. bags. And he goes... Yeah, Denzel Washington was pretty good now, at cleaning up the mess. So De- De- Makes me wonder. But, but his life, that's what we find out, oh. was that his previous case, why he was haunted and why he retired and left and why there's a love-hate relationship with everybody... Is that five years ago when the serial killer started? Um, he had two girls kind of like tied up on a rock in this certain area. Denzel Washington? No, no, the no. serial killer. Oh, the serial killer. And he comes around a corner and he hears a snap and he turns around the corner and he just fires. And it's a, one of the girls that's a captive. He shoots her square in the chest and she dies. And they cover it up for yeah. him. Like the police chief who's kind yeah. of oh, yeah, has animosity with him and then the coroner. Yep. She's like, and she's took in, she took the bullet and she turned it into like a jewelry. Yeah. To be like, hey, I remember this. Like, so she's like a mutant. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but you're right. Every day they look. So up he, now. that's what he's. He was covered up, and he had these demons. He called them angels, not demons. He goes, I've got these angels that I got to like look out for and protect and defend going forward. So he told Robbie Malik, like, you know, that's why we we got to nip this in the bud. It's done. He was the guy. The little things told us it was him. <clears throat> Just bury it. You know, leave it in the desert. So then you find out, like, and then Denzel also had, like, a wife and two kids that were he's estranged from because he's just so broken as a man. Mm-hmm. And Rami Malik has the same situation where he's got a wife and two young kids. Yep. So he's stressed. They, he goes, tell them you you got the wrong guy He he's or he's, he's on the run or whatever, and uh, let them keep looking. We got him. Don't worry. Just go home. Take, take, a, take yep. a week off. Relax. Yep. Right. So he's stressing watching his daughters in the pool. Yep. yep. And one of the former police officers, like his former partner, uh, Denzel Washington's former par- partner, comes and goes, here's something from, you know, Denzel. So he hands him some little envelope and he opens it up. And that's where the red barrette red comes barrette. out. And there's a note that says, no angels. Like, basically, you know, we got him. This is the guy. Yeah, he did it to relax so I, Malik's character. Cause I thought him. for a second in that moment that Denzel was the guy that killed, was the serial killer. Oh. Until, because then they started showing Denzel back at his place taking all the bags, the leftover yeah, bags yeah. of him and, like, burning it, grabbing Helter Skelter and putting it on the side, grabbing this bin, looking yeah. inside, and I'm like, oh, crap, is he, like, actually the crazy guy that, after he killed the girl, like, went crazy and was doing stuff, too? But then the very last shot, really, is he grabs, like, this little, uh, yeah. like, cardboard cutout with four barrettes and the red mm-hmm. one's missing. Yeah, that's what it said on Wikipedia. Okay, and he throws <laughs> it in the fire, and you're like, oh, okay, so he basically... Was helping him find peace. He was helping him find peace. To say, hey, so I found the Brett and this stuff. Like, he didn't want him to follow the same path. So, could have been tighter. Would have been great yeah. back then. Would've not bad now. Yeah. But uh, not great either. I mean, you get those three actors on screen. You would think it would be electric. Yeah. But it was so slow and deliberate. It was an old it's school, the old school detective type yeah. movie. They don't make movies like this anymore. They don't. They do not. It's really what it comes down to. Yeah. They should have probably added some zombies or <laughs> monsters in there or something. Yeah, like super, like you said, super superheroes. Like all of a sudden, like they, mutants. Yeah. So HBO Max are they keeping these movies on there for like two months and then taking them down? That's what they did with Wonder Woman. Wonder I don't know if they're going to do that with this. We had a couple more coming up, like through basically through the rest of the year. We're going to keep doing them all, but I'm excited for Kong. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. I got to either watch it in a theater or get to somebody's house with a, a very loud surround sound mm-hmm. system. <laughs> That's right. We don't know anybody like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, and Tom, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get a movie experience going with Tom and Jerry. I want to when that anvil hits. I need to fucking hear it. <laughs> so yeah, Jay. After us talking about it, basically spoiling the entire movie. Do you have any interest in watching it? I don't think you spoiled it. And no, no interest on that. See, this is something you could watch and try to come to a conclusion if you still thought it was the Joker that killed everybody. Right. That's something. No matter what we say, oh, you can still. There is wiggle room. In it. Yeah, there's wiggle room. Or you can I try to make it your own Suicide Squad Joker. But I thought you said it wasn't a superhero movie. It's not a superhero movie. Then what's the Joker? It's a supervillain movie. Supervillain. Yeah. Okay, but this is the bad Joker, like the the, the, the that, joke, the one there, Joker that did not win any Oscars. <laughs> hey, did you see that new picture? What are they trying to do with that? He's got the long greasy hair in it too. Mm, oh, that's coming pretty soon like, too. We'll mm, do that one. Yeah, that was like the worst Joker. Mm, I don't think that was an original. I think they made that in the new one. Mm, I don't think that was original. No, I don't think it's from the original. I think they filmed more stuff. Yeah, like because he knows he knows that he's not. This is basically the end of his version of. Yeah. The DCEU. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he went and got... That's, like, one of the things... That's why um, the like Joker has the long hair like he does but in this they're, movie. But they're saying you're supposed to get the Snyder Cut. I don't think the Snyder Cut really, truly existed at once upon a time. I think they he went back and added a bunch of his own shit. Well, I think they said that he filmed, like, 80% or something. There was a high number, but, but a lot of the CGI stuff wasn't done. And four hours... Right. Like, I think they added a lot of shit that wasn't there I do think originally. so, too. Like, maybe things cut scenes... Like, oh, no, we're not going to do this now. But that was definitely what... Like, you, you, we will see Dark Side, correct? I, I think. think so. I think they're yeah. really going, like, all out. But we'll yeah. we'll see. But anyway, uh, uh, you ain't watching oh, nothing shit. else. Watch this on a Friday night. Uh, chill. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, something better. HBO on. Max and relax. And, if you like uh, Denzel... Uh, <laughs> and watch it, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. That's about that's about the best I can say. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, turn it on, turn the volume down, shut the TV off. And just <laughs> All right, back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors, and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.